to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome to Mind Your Hormones or welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I can't wait to chat with you today. We are going to be getting into male fertility and how, if you do have a male partner, how they can support their nutrition from a fertility perspective. Because so often we are only focused on ourselves, and when we're talking about fertility purposes and things like that, it's always looked to the woman in the relationship. Again, if you are in a hetero relationship of what's wrong with her, what are you doing wrong? What more can you do? And there isn't that much emphasis on male fertility, but that is what we are going to get into today. But before we do, I just want to thank you so much for being here. I'm literally obsessed with this community. Like you all are so amazing. You're so dedicated to your health. Like you are prioritizing yourself and putting yourself first on top of all the things of life on all the adulting, the momming, the wifing, the working, like all the things that are going on in life. You are still listening to this podcast, you're putting in the work, you're doing the things that actually matter so that you can feel your best. And I am just obsessed with people like this, which is why I'm so happy this community is just continuously growing. So I just want to thank you. And I want you to thank yourself for literally prioritizing your health, even though you don't have to, right? It's not a requirement. Obviously it is if you want to feel your best, which you do. And I just want you to thank yourself. So give yourself a pat on the back, look in the mirror right now and say, thank you because not only is current you going to thank you for feeling better in the moment, but future you is really going to thank you because the things that we're doing to support our hormones and our overall health doesn't only make us happier and healthier and feel better in the day-to-day, but it really helps safeguard our future health as much as possible. So I just wanted to say that because I'm feeling so grateful for all of you right now. So Okay, let's get into today's show. So again, if you are someone who does have a male partner, this is going to be for you and how they can support themselves. So whether you listen to this and you relay the information, you listen to this together, you send it to them, whatever. I know this is mainly a women-listened-to show, but I'm super excited to chat with the dudes today as well. So that is what we're getting into. Now, Supporting men's nutrition for fertility, I just want to get into a couple of stats about infertility and how it relates to men. Now, I saw a few, I was looking through research and I saw a few different percentages, but the ones that kept coming up on really, you know, accredited sites were 40 to 50% of infertility is male related, which is extremely high. And I think a lot of us maybe didn't realize that because again, we're always looking to ourselves and even doctors a lot of the times will always point it the finger at us first and foremost. Um, and then maybe eventually they'll be like, okay, let's start looking at your partners. If it's, if all the things we're doing for you isn't working now, let's look at your partners. But 40 to 50% of infertility is male related. And then I also saw a lot that one third of infertility is male related. So it was saying a lot that one third is male related. One third is female related. One third is a combination of both. So those were the two stats that I saw the most. So 
overall, what we can gather from this is that a high percentage of infertility struggles do have to do with men. And of course, that could do with sperm quality, sperm morphology, the speed, like all of that. I'm not going to get into that. I will do another podcast episode on sperm and maybe like the numbers to look out for and blood work and stuff like that. That's not what I'm focusing on today. What we're really, but I did want to give you that stat so you know, like, oh shit, we got to make sure that he's also doing things to support his health. It's not just you. Obviously, there's a bigger emphasis on women because the baby is going to be growing inside our body. So it's not just important to have healthy egg quality and to get pregnant. We also have to have an environment where the baby can, you know, stay in there safely and grow in a really healthy, vital environment. So once the man actually, you know, ejaculates and you get pregnant, pregnant, like his job is literally over, which is insane. I mean, his like physical job for pregnancy is over. Obviously he needs to be there for mental support, emotional support, all those things. But so that's why I think a lot of the, you know, pressure isn't so much put on the men, but it is really important. So the overall consensus of what I'm going to tell you is literally the same things I teach you all the time is exactly what I'm going to recommend for men. Okay. Podcast is over. (laughs) Thanks for coming. (laughs) But literally like Everything that you're doing to support your fertility needs to also be how the men are supporting their fertility. It's literally the same thing. So obviously I'm going to give you some specifics, but really we can end the podcast there. Whatever you're doing, have him do it too. Okay. Um, but I will get into some specifics for you. Um, but it really is like that simple. So some of the things that I want to talk about are we're going to start with things that, um, are really important to reduce and remove. And again, all these things I'm talking about now are also helpful for female fertility. So what's really nice is that if you are in a male female partnership, you guys can be doing this same things together. It's not like you have to have a whole separate plan for him than what you're doing. Um, obviously, like he won't be taking a prenatal, but like he could be taking a different vitamin. We'll get to, we'll, we'll talk about supplements in a second, but it's a lot of the same things, which is like really nice because you don't have to really think about two totally separate protocols. Obviously, there's more specifics and more specific herbs and things like that. But like I always talk about, it's most important to shift the things that you are or are not doing every single day than it is to get really specific with herbs right from the, right from the start. So number one thing is reducing alcohol consumption, reducing cigarettes or um, uh, what is it, cigars or cannabis or anything like that. If they do consume any of those products, products, they call products, substances. There it is. Like, I don't think it's a product. I guess it is, but whatever. Substances, really making sure they're heavily reducing on that, um, just like you will be as well, um, because you want to make sure that they don't have those toxins and specifically cigarettes and cannabis because that can lower your sperm quality and stuff like that. And then of course, alcohol has the same effect on men as it does on women, obviously a little bit different from a hormone perspective. But um, if you go back, I have episodes on alcohol, you could go back and listen to that. But that's number one thing of things to really make sure that he is being mindful of. That doesn't mean he could never have a drink again or anything like that. But it does mean that you are responsible for it and it is going to affect your sperm quality. So just because the man isn't the person where the baby is going to be growing doesn't mean that he doesn't have a huge responsibility just like you do to get his body in the best shape as possible and reducing those substances, alcohol, cigarettes, um, cigars, cannabis is really, really, really important. So that would be number one where to start with. Um, And I think just to from like a, you know, like overall, I think this is something where men tend to do these things more so than women. And that could be a huge generalization. It's just like kind of what I see doesn't mean that they do. Some men might not have any interest in any of those things, but it's just something to really look into. So that's number one. 
Number two is organic foods. Same thing with you. We don't want those pesticides and herbicides and GMOs coming into his body, just like we don't want them coming into your body. So of course, if you're living together and you are food shopping together, eating similar foods, really making sure that you are buying high quality organic fruits and vegetables and just foods in general as much as possible. If you don't want to purchase everything organic, I'll refer you to the site that I always refer you to, ewg.org. That's where it's going to tell you the Dirty Dozen, which is the 12 fruits and vegetables that have the most amount of pesticides on it and that are like really needed to be organic because if not, you're just going to be really increasing your amount of pesticides. So that's um, number one. They also show you the Clean 15, so the 15 fruits and vegetables that don't have a high amount of pesticides where you can get them um, conventional and it won't be giving you an abundant amount of pesticides and herbicides. Um, so that's for fruits and vegetables. As far as animal products, if he is consuming animal products, really making sure that that's always organic. Obviously, if you're going out to dinner once in a while, it's not going to be, but just being really mindful about the amount of animal products you're consuming just in general, which we're going to get to next, but especially the amount that you're consuming that are non-organic. If you do go out to eat a lot and um, maybe he or you orders meat a lot when you're going out, I would really start altering that and seeing how you can even just get a plant-based meal when you're out um, so that you're not getting a lot of non-organic meats when you if you go out often. If you're going out like randomly and not you know, multiple times a week, it's not a big deal. But if it's something where you're doing, you're going out multiple nights a week, whether it's for dinner or lunch, and you're getting meat at those meals and they're non-organic, that's going to really increase the amount of pesticides and the amount of toxins and antibiotics and all of that that come with non-organic meats that are going to be coming into your system. Because of course, there's environmental toxins that are in there just because of, you know, they're living in the environment. It's an animal. And then there are the um, the food that they're consuming, which they are consuming GMO-filled corn and or soy um, or wheat. And then they also have a lot of antibiotics are given to them because they're in feedlots that are not supportive and they don't want to get them infections. So all of those things are going into your body. So you really want to make sure that you're eating, if you are eating animal products, you're having organic as much as possible. And um, to definitely get at least the dirty dozen, the 12 fruits and vegetables that are on ewg.org, organic as well when you are shopping. Okay, so that is number two. And then number three is similar to what I was just talking about is really increasing his amount of plant foods. This is really going to support his sperm quality, his health in general, his vitality, just like it does for you. And I think this is a concept that is harder for some men to wrap their head around, specifically like in the plant-based community, because there's this um, idea that has been perpetuated for uh, to all all of us throughout society of men need meat and men need meat to build muscles and men aren't strong unless they're having meat and all this like crazy stuff that we have been fed, um, which is why I really love the documentary Game Changers. My husband and I have watched this. This was before we were even engaged, I think. We watched it a while ago together. And this definitely helped him see things from a different lens um, because obviously we are living together now. We've been living together for a while and I'm the cook in the house. And I told him like straight up, I knew he, he knew when he was moving in, I was like, I'm not going to be cooking you animal foods. Like you're going, you'll eat plant-based when I'm cooking for you. When we go out, if you want to have meat, like that's totally fine. That's on you, whatever you want. Um, so I think watching that really helped him understand that like you actually don't need meat to grow muscles. There are some of the biggest bodybuilders in the world.
world or plant-based athletes. So the documentary Game Changers, if you've never seen it, is really amazing just for you to watch, but it's really also geared kind of towards men um, because it's talking about athletes. There are football players talking on there. Like, it's really, really awesome. So highly recommend that. But Again, this isn't to say that the men can never have any meat. Like I said, my husband does have meat when we go out. Um, But the idea is, just like I talk about with you, having more of a whole foods plant-forward diet, having more dark leafy greens, swapping out some meat meals with beans. Beans have a high amount of protein, iron, minerals, fiber, really, really important to get excess toxins out of his body, just like we want excess toxins out of your body. It's the same exact thing. The way a human body works is the way a human body works. Of course, they're not the same. We are not men, and their bodies don't work exactly the same as us from a hormone perspective. But when we're talking about optimizing fertility and optimizing our overall health and wellness, these principles are going to be supportive no matter what. So eating more plants, getting more veggies in, uh, an easy way to do this for a man if they don't really like eating, you know, like kale or whatever. Some of them do. Again, like I'm just, I'm just generalizing. I'm just giving you options in case your husband is like really not into it or your partner, whoever it is. You can do smoothies and that is really easy way to like blend a lot of green, specifically spinach. You don't taste it at all. You could put spinach in there, zucchini. You can get a lot of stuff in there that you really don't taste it because you have the fruit in it as well. Um, so that's an easy way to get greens in there. Even a greens powder, of course, a protein powder, same things that you would put in your smoothie. Same thing for him is going to really be supportive. That's an easy way to get a lot of more greens in and just nutrients in general. Um, salads before meals, like there's so many ways that you can get meals in. If you haven't already downloaded, I haven't talked about it in a while, but I do have a free three-day plant-based meal plan for you. Um, it has a bunch of recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I think there's even like snacks and maybe some dessert recipes in there. I, li- I can't even remember. I made it f- like months back, but I'll put that in the show notes for you if you want to download it just to get some idea recipes. Again, so you could just have some more plant-based recipes on hand so you know like you could just like weave them in. Um, so that's number three. And again, that's totally free. I'll put that in the show notes. So number one, reducing alcohol, cigarettes, cigars, cannabis consumption. Number two, having organic foods as much as possible to reduce your exposure to pesticides and herbicides that are going to affect his endocrine system um, as well. Number three, um, having more plants in the diet and maybe swapping some meat meals for some beans because, again, they're just loaded with antioxidants and nutrients that we actually want our body to thrive with. And then number four is minimizing stress. So same thing for women. Stress really is a, uh, a downfall when it comes to ovulation, when it comes to fertility. Same thing for men. Obviously not ovulation. Men do not ovulate. But it's the same, the same ideas apply for from a stress level perspective. And a lot of men are under a lot of stress. Um, typically, if they're in a nine to five job, or if it's really that hustle culture, and or if, you know, he feels like he's the provider. And, you know, men have a lot of stress and a lot of you know, wounds and stuff from the past too, of feeling like they're the ones that have to be in charge and have to take care of everything and have to be the protector and all this stuff. Whether it's true or not, they have that stress as well. So it's really important for him to also incorporate some practices that are supporting his stress levels, whether that's doing a consistent movement that he really likes, whether that's trying some meditation, whether that's spending more time in nature, if that's really helpful for 
him, whatever is going to be helpful for him to minimize his stress levels, it is really important. And again, meditation could be something that's resistant to everybody, men and women included, but it is so supportive. Um, and there are so many different, you know, ways you can get started with that. But even again, if for him, it's just like, in the shower with no music and no uh, like podcast or anything, just kind of like thinking about the day and decompressing or whatever it is. But just knowing that stress that's like unresolved is going to negatively impact his fertility, just like it will with your fertility. So we need to just know that these things are going to impact him and that it's not something to just brush under the rug. It is something to make an actual change about. So whatever is going to help him decompress, and that could look different for everybody, but knowing that learning how to better handle stress levels is something that's really going to impact his fertility. And obviously, we talk a lot about um, CBD on this podcast too. That could be a sup- from something from a supplemental standpoint. Obviously, doing movements that are supportive and meditating is going to be more supportive for your stress levels than any supplement ever will. But in addition to that, CBD is something that's really supportive for men as well. My husband's been taking CBD for years also. We love my soul CBD. This really helps with his stress and anxiety levels. It's also anti-inflammatory, which is amazing. Um, so that's something that you can incorporate. Both of you, obviously, if you are pregnant, this is not recommended for you. But if, you, if you're before you're pregnant um, and men can take this, you know, all the time. It's my soul CBD. I am not really a gummy fan just because of the sugar content. I prefer the tinctures. So you can get the um, thousand milligram tinctures is a great place to start. He could do a half a dropper in the morning, half a dropper at night, really just helps take the edge off and really helps manage your stress response. There's so many good flavors. Actually, if you're listening to this in real time um, on Friday, when this comes out, I think Friday's the 28th, there is a sale going on for CBD. Um, It's 25% off sale, and that's going on through uh, November 1st. So if you're listening to this before November 1st, between the 25th and the 1st of November, they're doing a like surprise, spooky Halloween 25% off sale. So my code Corinne15, C-O-R-I-N-N-E 15, always saves you 15%, but that code right now till the uh, November 1st will actually save you 25%. So it's a really good time to try it out if you want to, because that's a huge saving. So I'll put that link in the show notes for you as well. And again, even if it's after the first, you'll always say 15%. But if you want to get it with that 25%, you just have to do it before the first, okay? All right, so that's another thing that's really um, supportive. It can help inflammation levels and things like that, which, of course, reducing inflammatory foods is always important as well, which is why adding in more plants and stuff is going to kind of offset that. So um, that's really helpful. So that is one, two, three, four. That's number four. Number five are supplements. So obviously, we talk about supplements on here. I have my supplement training, which I will link below, um, because the what I have different protocols in there. I have a protocol for fertility and pregnancy. I have a protocol for overall cyclical health and wellness and stopping birth birth control, for PCOS, and for painful periods. The protocol that I would have you follow for your male partner is the overall cyclical health and wellness protocol. Um, That's what I'm going to recommend. That's what my husband has been doing for years, and I've been prepping his sperm for a while, Um, but that is what I would recommend for any male partners that you do have. So if you are someone who's already in the Mind Your Hormones method or you just purchased a supplement masterclass on its own, you will have access to that, and you could check out the overall cyclical health protocol and um, you can get him all those supplements as well. Now, there are seven supplements total in that training for that specific protocol. I'm going to talk to you about three right now um, in case you don't have the training and you're not going to purchase it so you can at least get started on a, on the, on a good foot. 
So number one is a probiotic. I mean, if you've been here for a hot second, I talk all about gut health. Everybody's gut is important, whether you're a male, female, non-binary, doesn't matter. Your gut is your gut is your gut. It's the center of everything. So making sure he is on a high-quality probiotic is essential. Um, I love the Just Thrive probiotic. I also like gut personal probiotic. You can see which one is best for you. I will put the links for both in the show notes and discount codes for that, but definitely recommend a probiotic. Um, the second one I would recommend for men is a high quality multivitamin. This is really important. There's the one that I recommend has zinc in it. It has uh, calcium and magnesium and some B vitamins. It has a lot of amazing vitamins in there. That's really important for men's fertility. So, and just overall health for men as well. Um, I like the brand Pure Encapsulations um, One Multi. That's my favorite multivitamin. I was taking that before my prenatal and my husband has been taking that for years. So that is definitely what I recommend for that. The link, of, of course, for that will also be in the show notes. And then the third one that I would recommend is vitamin D3. You know the importance of vitamin D3. It's so essential for your immune health, for your overall health and wellness. It's a master hormone in the body. It's used for hundreds of functions within your body. So I would highly recommend him taking that as well. I prefer the um, Sunshine Plus by Gut Personal. I like the liquid because you can alter the amount based off of what's in your multivitamin. So for example, this multivitamin that I recommended, the one multi by Pure Encapsulations has 2,000 IUs in it. So I would recommend a, a vitamin D. So I'd recommend taking at least an additional 3,000 IUs. And that way you can really alter it based off of not only what's in the multi, but also his needs. If he gets blood work done, you could see if he's low in vitamin D or not, and you could tailor it that way. So I really like the liquid. They do have a capsule version, but um, I just prefer the liquid because you can tailor it and it's better bang for a buck because one single drop is 1,000 IUs. So it really lasts a long time. So those are the three that I would definitely get started with. If you want to know the other four, you can go to the supplement protocol. I have it below linked here. It's only $111. You get immediate access to all the protocols, not only which ones, vitamins I recommend, but why I recommend them, how they work in your body, the timing to take them, the dosages, the brands, all the things. And anytime I make an update to it, you also get access to it. So it's it's really like a no-brainer, honestly. So I'll put that in the show notes for you as well. I think that is everything. So let me just do a quick recap. Number one, 40 to 50% of infertility is male-related or the one-third male, one-third female, one-third both. Everything that you do to support your hormones is going to help support him too. Obviously not cycle syncing, but everything else is going to help support him. So number one, reducing alcohol, cigarettes, um, cannabis and or cigars. Number two, organic foods as much as possible. Number three, having more plants and less inflammatory foods, swapping out some meat for beans. Um, number four, minimizing stress, whether that's through movement, meditation, the CBD. Um, and then number four, supplements, the three that we talked about, we just chatted about a second ago, probiotic, high quality multi and vitamin D3. If you want the other four, you could check out the supplement protocol linked below. Okay. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I really am so like, I just love that not only are you trying to support your health, but you also want your partner to get involved. And it's really important for him to get involved, especially when you're on a trying to conceive journey. So I hope that if he is listening to this, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, whether you share this with him or you just give him the highlight overview, it's really amazing that you are doing this. I'm so grateful for you. I'm going to put this in the show notes as well. But in case you are someone who has been wanting to join the Mind Your Hormones Method, which is my signature course, your roadmap to a hormone supportive lifestyle, this helps you have a regular 
regular pain-free period, safe as that birth control, activate your fertility, get rid of PMS, all the things. You've heard me talk about it 700 times because I love it so much. October 31st is the deadline to, right now, like if you're listening to this in real time, is the deadline to join with the coaching call option. Otherwise, you'll have to wait till like, early spring of next year, the beginning of next year. So if you want to get in before that with the coaching call experience, you can apply below. The link will be in the show notes. The course only option is always available, but if you did want the coaching call and the mentorship from me throughout it, you will just have to do that by October 31st, which is on Monday if you listen to this in real time. So I just wanted to let you know about that. I hope you love this episode. Check the show notes for all the things we just talked about. I love you so much. I hope you have an awesome day and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.